The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. The Braves Radio Network channel on the Podcast Park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Charlie Morton, how was the offseason? Or you got a little bit left. Yeah, sort of. normal. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, well, the uh, get home and I got a wife and four kids. Yeah. And uh, so I, I kind of I, I go full dad, husband mode. And, um, you know, I try to enjoy my time with them. And, uh, I mean, it, I mean, in doing that, you kind of fall into the, the off season, you know, off season mode is very different. It's very, uh, it's very separate from baseball. And then, uh, you know, I start working out and mm-hmm. probably a couple, a couple weeks in and then, um, is it relaxing? Off season for you because it's a different set of responsibilities, priorities. But yeah. is it relaxing with four kids? I think it's just like mostly just pure contentment. It's like good for uh, you. It's like I, like I don't mind. I don't like I don't mind driving the kid. Like we got we commute like an like about an hour for school. Like okay. I and I I don't I, I enjoy it. Like I I like picking the kids up, dropping them off. Um, Whatever I gotta do, I mean, I, I just I I do enjoy it. There's no because there's no it's like not really stressful, you know. Yeah. It's not like like the the most stressful thing is like the, the kid's birthday party on a weekend and like social situations that make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like that's like that's like. So do you do the kids' parties? You run to Target. You get uh, Jimmy's eighth birthday, and we gotta get a present. Are you? Yeah, like if like I'll go with my wife to Target, or you know, or she'll go and you know, I'll meet her somewhere. Like we'll do Pilates together, and like, you know, like just doing day to day stuff. But are you so you one of your kids gets invited to a birthday party? Yeah. Is it anxiety for you to actually be at a kid's birthday party? Yeah, for your own. But is it like two hours at a two in the afternoon? There's the bouncy. I mean, right. So where we live. There's really not a whole lot. Honestly, like, if you you think where we live in Southwest Florida, like you would think, man, there's got to be a whole ton of stuff to do, which is true, um, if you like spending a lot of time at the beach or on the water, mm-hmm. which is fine for me, but I'm not. One, I'm not gonna leave my family to go on a f- on a fishing <laughs> charter, or like. I guess I could go down there and fish at like 4 a.m., but I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> so I just fall like I'm just I'm just like like. So I'm trying to picture you. It's going to be a three-hour party for an eight-year-old, not your kid. Yeah, right. So oh. it's at the bouncy place, like it's right, a, right. On a scale of one to ten, how good or bad are you at that? Oh man, I think it's just. I I don't know. I think it's just like the. The. Like the baseball player, me, right? Like the like the guy that's like away or like doing doing this. 
is not the same guys doing that, but I think a lot of people see maybe see me as that. So how often are people, I'll call it shop, how often do people, the association is Charlie pitches, I'm going to ask him about pitching. I Yeah, I don't think, I think that I'm around enough and people know me now to know that that's not something that I'm uh, wearing as a mm-hmm. facade or an armor. I think it's more just, oh, well, this is like a normal dude that throws a baseball. So Bill Russell was the one, and I quote it all the time. Basketball is not who I am. It's what I do. Yeah. It's the best way that I heard anybody put it, and he'd like to be treated. Basketball is not who I am. It's what I do. It right. sounds to me like there is separation between church and state yeah. of. Yeah, well, I think I think the. I think the dysfunction comes from me just being socially awkward. I think that's where it's coming from. I don't think it's coming from the fact that I play baseball and people are, you know, are overly concerned about that that aspect of my life. I think it's more of just me being more. I, I'm a hundred percent. I mean, I I wouldn't say that I don't like meeting new people because uh-huh. I do, but I would say my comfort zone is a hundred percent introvert on on that spectrum so when you have and you know yourself because you're old enough and it sounds like you've thought about it and you have a wife who probably is honest with you a friend group who's probably honest with you Uh um how do you what's the is there a switch on game day do you become do you feel you're you're a different guy i'm a a different guy at the ballpark i I would say like because you kind of have to be to some degree you know, there's a, you walk into a room where there's a bunch of, you know, young 20-somethings to, you know, early 30-somethings, and you're supposed to be doing a job competing against them. And uh, and there's there's a lot of hungry dudes out there yeah. that are, you know, trying to make a name for themselves and um, trying to make some, something of their careers. And you're competing against that and with them, you know. So it's not just – it's not, not all, like – you know, fun and games and, and friendly all the time. And I'm well aware of that. Uh, so I guess I've, I've done what I've needed to do. I've had the mentality that I've needed to have. I get most of the time when appropriate, you know. So, but I, I definitely think, though, at a stage of my, at some stage of my career, I accepted the fact that, um, you know, it was okay to to feel those emotions. It was okay to have those thoughts where you were, whether you're angry or uh-huh. disappointed or upset. Do you enjoy? It's really interesting. Do you enjoy your successes as much as you would like? Baseball successes, not life successes. Do you think you enjoy the baseball successes as much as? Uh, I think I'm. I'm a. I think I'm where I'm at with success is uh, like. Um, I guess like during a regular season game, it might you could consider it different. But like say I say I throw well in the game, it's more of just like being at peace with an outcome because oh. it, that's really what it is, right? It's like uh, when when you start to look at things more efficiently, it's like your the highs and lows are it, it, they're they're just not highs and lows. It's like if you're if you do well, you're content with that, oh. and then if you don't do well. 
you're not content with that and because there's a solution to that problem. Whereas before, I think it was more like, oh, wow, I did really, really well. This is awesome. I'm having so much fun. And then I go out to my for next one, I get shelled, and I'm like, wow, I'm really, really upset. This really stinks. I got booed off the field. And then it's like, you know. Is that really what it's supposed to be? But like you figured out it's not, that's not really what it's supposed to be. Yeah, but you can't, you can't figure that out just by being objective and thinking about it that way. You have to, you're, the way you're wired and the way that you're built has to conform to what's necessary. So do you get a bigger kick out of something your kids do? Your kid comes home project hey yeah you get a bigger kick out of that than anything you're doing here well it's like you can see yourself in the kids you can see your you can see yourself now in those moments when you were a kid or when you were trying to figure things out and it's like you that's why like i tell my daughter it's like gracie i'm not telling you what to do because I want to boss you around. I'm telling you what to do because I'm going to try to make this a little bit more streamlined for you. And in an effort to make your life a little bit easier while helping you figure it out. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Your own. And how old is she? She's nine. Okay. So I have 20 and 18, and I say, I, I, I think I'm a day smarter than you. And that's not, a, that's not a shot at you. Right. I just feel that I'm a day smarter than you. Right. And that's sort of the, the ground that we've come to. I'm not telling you anything. Again, both right. are in college. You're not in my house now, so I don't really even have the pull that I would like, quite honestly. Right. Because you're out there. But I just – I'm telling you something because I just think I'm a day smarter. Yeah, I agree with that because it's like you can tell them behaviorally what to do and you could create building blocks for them. But until they become that and those behaviors become who they are – or what they do based on who they are because they are who they are and they did what they did because of that. It's like you can't – so it's like, I don't know. I mean – But they're different. So you have four kids. I don't know what the range of different is. Yeah, they're all close. Okay. But, but – Ten I'm, to five. No, but I'm saying in terms of their personalities. Oh, yeah. Vastly yeah, because, different. Right. right. So have you figured out – do you think any of your kids have your social acumen where it's not as high as maybe – other people's is being in a room being comfortable can you see that or because my kids were pretty good shake your hand meet you introduce themselves i didn't really have to deal with any of that right so i would say that 
like that that's a learned behavior for some people and for some people they want to do that okay and and for some people that's difficult and doing that is a challenge and you have mm-hmm. to learn how to do it until it be, until you become comfortable doing it so there he is there's, there's another it's, a, it's good to have veterans knit um but but it is it's an interesting dynamic when you have kids well, who are different and you're trying to figure out what's the best way to parent them. Right. Well, so when I was when I was my kids' age, uh-huh. I didn't have a problem like just talking to people. Maybe if if it was somebody that like say if I was maybe uh, scared of an outcome where I got rejected or something like that, where there was there was some weight to it. But I wasn't scared of just like hey, you know, my name's Charlie. Right. Like, but it was more like. You know the fear of failing, and if there was there was some something on the line. Um, so, are you surprised you became an athlete to the level you did? If that was sort of hanging there for that time? No, because I think it's I think deep down that's where you find it. You don't find it on the surface level. You know, hey, is this guy? Uh, is it awkward for him to say hi to somebody? I think you find it in the depths of yourself. I don't think it's, and and the the thing that the the, the challenge is though is like with a with a professional organization is like how long are we going to wait to see if yeah. this guy has it or not yeah. or she has it? Like it's not, um, because it's not it's not it's not like a everybody's not an open book. It's no, like, but it's a turn and burn world. They're drafting a lot of people to to come take the job too. I mean. It's it's yeah. again the expression hard to get here harder to stay. Well, I had that dis- I had the discussion with the with the guy who plays with the with the Falcons uh, a, couple, a couple of days ago. We were talking about quarterbacks, and I was like, man, you know, I was like, what uh, what do you what do you got? Like, what's it what's it like being in, in the league with as a quarterback? Because it's like you got a pipeline coming through college, and they're turning out how many guys? And there's only so many starting spots. You take a starting spot and and you don't you don't run with it. What happens? It doesn't go to the third string guy. No. It goes to the guy that's coming out of college. That's it. Right. Whereas here, there's so many. At least before, when there was when each organization organization had five or six affiliates. Right. And it was like you have enough opportunity um, to fail, mm-hmm. and you can get sent up. And get By sent the way, down. 25 years old now is old. 25 years old didn't used to be old in this game. In any game. Right. But if you're not doing it at 21, people are sort of looking at you side-eye. Why aren't you picking this up? Why, why aren't you better at this? Right. Which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have my own theories about that. But um, it's you, – you can still fail. You can still fail. I mean, you it might not you might not be the breakout rookie of the year guy, yeah. but you could still fail. Whereas in, in the NFL or, or something like, you know, the NBA, it's like, man, you're, you're already – they're already expecting that you're pretty well developed right. by the time you take the yeah. ball. And, and they know your name quickly. Yeah, there's yeah. minor leagues where people don't know the names. You have a chance to do it yeah. at a pace yeah, as opposed had, to that. Yeah. I mean, I had a 5 ERA in the minor leagues, yeah. and then I had a 6-7 ERA in the big leagues for the first three Did years. Did you think, by the way, it was done? No. Were you, were you, sure, were you sure they were going to give you the baseball the next year? Uh, I knew that when I went to the Pirates because of the situation mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh at the time that I was going to get opportunities and that the – uh, this was this was around the same time where pitch effects was was okay. a thing, and um, it, where you could actually quantify what what good stuff what that even meant. It wasn't just about the radar gun, even though I threw fairly hard. It was it was about movement. Uh, it was about stuff, and so you could quantify stuff. So I was able to 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 look and see 
you know, there's here's there's data here. Uh-huh. It's like, and that's why the pirates I think stuck with me because they around the same time they were a little bit more savvy with okay. the analytic yeah. stuff, I, and I, mean, I think I, that's why. Yeah, and and two because they weren't really developing their own guys, yeah. and they it was it was like at best the kind of guys that they were getting were guys like me. They were they were higher ceiling guys that hadn't really figured it out. When you look and say you got data. Uh, I know now with this, was it I can get guys out more consistently? Is there something that triggers in you that you go, oh, wait, hold on. This says that I could be doing better, and it's a way to quantify it. It's a it's a potential. Okay. It's a potential. Uh, it's a way of determining potential. So, like, I mean, if nothing else. I, if I go out and I give up six runs, it's like, well, at least my sinker was running this and sinking this, mm-hmm. and I there like I'm just doing it wrong. I'm just using my pitches wrong, whether I'm I'm tipping or I'm not sequence. Yeah, sequence location. But if you put my stuff, pure stuff, up against this guy or that guy, I can still in a vacuum. I can still. Mm-hmm. So there's there's other variables there that I can improve on. Whereas if you if you go out and you you stink and you and you look at your stuff and you're like this stinks, you're like there's not much hope for me. There's just not. I mean realistically there's just not. I was somewhere in between that. Did you ever think at 30 you'd be I don't know what it would have been. I'll just say selling insurance. On how it started. Did you think at 30 I'm going to be doing something else for a living? I think that then when we talked about like just being something deep down i think deep down i thought i knew that there was much better inside myself than what i was doing if i would have told the five era guy in the minors the six era guy in the majors you're going to be standing game clinching game sevens the ball is yours and people are really happy the ball is yours what would you have said the minor league guy i would have said uh I would have said absolutely not, because um, I'm like, dude, if I can't get out 19, 20 year olds in in high A, <laughs> there's no way someone's giving me the ball in the big leagues. Let alone, like I remember getting a, I remember get, coming in out of the bullpen in Double A. We were in Montgomery. I was pitching against the Biscuits. I'm with, I think Phil Wellman was the was the coach that told me he was managing, and he was, and that year 07, that was the Chattanooga Lookouts incident with the grenade toss right. with the with the thing. <laughs> With the rosin bag? Classic. Yeah. So I remember, I, I literally remember coming in, and we were in Montgomery, and I came in, I, th- I, threw, I was coming out of the bullpen, and he looked at me, and he's like, he's like, nice job, you're going to be in the big leagues. You're going to be in the big leagues soon, sooner than later. And, like, I'd never even thought of it that way. I had a really important conversation with my pitching coach that year, too, earlier in the year, uh, Derek Patello. And Bo, he looked at me at one point, and I think he just saw how I was conducting myself on a day-in, day-out basis. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you need to figure out, you need to decide what you're doing because you are you have to decide what you're going to be because if you don't, uh, essentially, like, fate's going to dictate that for you, and you have to decide, are you, are you going to be a major league pitcher? And I never thought of, I th- I never thought of it that way because, to me, the, when, you're, when you're drafted at 18 and you're pitching against guys that – are just like you like you thought you were special right. like you thought you were like i was the best pitcher in my state at least high school pitcher i get drafted i'm six four one ninety. like i'm not going to the big leagues i'm six four one ninety. 
you know, and like, and you're literally telling me you're drafting me because of my potential and what my frame could become or whatever. And you're not thinking that. You're not thinking this is big league material where now, like, you're like, if you're 20, 21 years old yeah. and you get drafted, you're like, I could legit be in the big leagues in a year or two. Whereas at the time, the big league seemed so foreign to me and so far away that I would never have had that mentality. So if you, you told me, you know, that, that kid in, you know, in, in Myrtle Beach that was getting shelled, Neil Walker, Neil Walker hit a, hit one off the, the, sh- the shed, the, the clubhouse in right field off of me, off the roof. And, like, out of five, you know. So, no, no no shot this guy's getting to the big leagues, right. let, let alone pitching so big games. I, here's the thing, and we'll finish up, and thank you for your time. Was there ever a chance that you were not going to pitch this year? With your family situation, you like your family, you like your life there. Um, I thought, like, if somebody would have said, hey, $5, what do you think? I said, Charlie's done at the end of this year. I would Because I just know enough that he enjoys his family. Yeah. He's done what he has probably wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I would have thought... That man's going to go enjoy his kids. I think I've had I think I've had the could retire mentality for the past four or five years. Um, I don't think though that I've had the uh, ready to retire mentality up until pretty recently. Whereas it's like if I did retire, like I am a hundred percent good with it. Uh-huh. Whereas before, I think I was like. Yeah. Would you have been, were you nervous that in May you would have been looking around the house? Crazy crap is going on. It's a carpool day tomorrow. Like, were you a little bit nervous that in May you'd be, oh. Like the transition? Yeah. Like, or like no. you just be, but it's May and you go, I, I still had something left on the bone. I, I still had, I think that I'd like to get guys out tonight. If I stay healthy, if I stay healthy, I think I could probably pitch for another four or five years. I don't know if I could start be a starter, okay. but I could get people out. I don't know if in what role, but I could probably do it somewhere. What, what would your wife say if you said that out loud to her? I think that she knows that, but at the same time, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. I don't think. I mean, like, there's. I'm gonna wake up if I if I make it to seventy. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna I'm gonna hear it. I'm gonna hear the crowd. I'm gonna smell the grass. I'm gonna hear the crack of the bat and the the crack the pop of the glove and I'm gonna hear the fans. And I'm gonna remember that. Just like anybody else that's ever done anything mm-hmm. that they love doing. Yeah. Well listen, I look forward to seeing you down in spring training. Thanks, I know you gotta go they're gonna run you around. Uh, hopefully we get a chance to sit down again. Yeah. Thanks Charlie. Anytime. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.